0: Today on Declassified, at the core of the Spygate scandal is the FBI's reliance on Intel from political operatives, this story by Epoch Times contributor Brian Cates. Now, I do suggest you follow Brian Cates on Twitter at Draw and Strike. He is very fun to follow, he's got a great sense of humor, and also is on point with all the political news. So, it's well known by now that political propagandists Christopher Steele and Glenn Simpson of Fusion GPS had the best of both worlds at their fingertips, thanks to accommodating officials inside the federal government. They were simultaneously getting the Trump campaign targeted by the FBI and the news media by shopping the exact same evidence to both. Steele was being paid by the FBI for providing them with his tall tails, that is, until they were forced to cut ties with him shortly before the 2016 presidential election. We know, however, that it wasn't just the political operatives at Fusion GPS playing the double dealing game of giving fake allegations about the Trump campaign's supposed Russian ties to the Department of Justice, DOJ, and the FBI, while offering the same wrong information to the New media. As former FBI general counsel James Baker told members of Congress during his testimony before the House Oversight Committee last October, there was yet another political operative who was also playing the strategic leaking game against the Trump campaign during the 2016 election and afterward. Baker revealed to the committee how the FBI started an investigation into supposed collusion between the Trump campaign and a bank in Russia, Alpha Bank. Using information it was given by Perkins Coie lawyer Michael Sussman, now Perkins Coie is a name we have become quite familiar with, especially for all of you who have been following our Spygate coverage. It's the same law firm used by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee (DNC) to hide their payments to Fusion GPS for the creation. Of the Steele dossier, so Epoch Times contributor Jeff Carlson first broke the news from the Baker transcript with the testimony transcripts of former top FBI lawyer detail pervasive abnormalities in Trump probe, and we actually covered that here, right, right here, under classified. That explosive expose was soon followed by another article. Baker testimony reveals Perkins Cooey lawyer provided FBI with information on Alpha Bank allegations. So pervasive abnormalities is. a A very polite way of describing what happened here. A single lawyer approached the FBI with documents that claimed servers at the Trump Tower in New York City were in surreptitious communication with servers at the Alpha Bank in Russia. Now, Sussman isn't an intelligence agent, and the documents he handed off to Baker aren't from an intelligent source, He's 100 percent a political operative, passing along to the FBI the work of other political operatives. As Carlson writes in his article, perkins Cooey partner Michael Sussman, whose firm had been retained by the Democratic National Committee, DNC, and Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign, provided information to Baker and at least one journalist ahead of the FBI's application for a FISA warrant to spy on Trump campaign, foreign policy adviser Carter Page. Perkins Coie was also the law firm that had hired Fusion GPS on behalf of the DNC and the Clinton campaign, which, in turn, hired former British MI6 agent Christopher Steele to produce the dossier that has become known as the Steele dossier. Not only was Sussman shopping this information to the FBI just like the Fusion GPS boys, he was also giving the same information to The New York Times and possibly other media as well, as Carlson notes in his article. During the second day of Baker's testimony, he said that during a subsequent follow-up conversation, he understood that Sussman was also taking to the media, noting that Sussman had told him some elements of the press had this information as well and were going to publish something about it. In either the second or third conversation Baker came to understand, The New York Times was also in possession of Sussman's information. As would become clear later, other members of the media also had the same information. As Brian has stressed repeatedly in recent columns, in no way whatsoever can a real intelligence agent or asset be selling or shopping real intelligence evidence to the news media, and they most certainly can't be doing this when the FBI has launched an investigation based on that same evidence. If we had had an FBI functioning according to correct protocols, During the Obama administration, it should have raised huge red flags that the evidence was coming from people directly affiliated with one campaign in the 2016 election who were making accusations directed at the other campaign. So the FBI should have treated these documents and Sussman's story with extreme skepticism. They should have especially reconsidered using Sussman's evidence once he got caught shopping it to news outlets. But Baker's testimony reveals that's not what happened. Instead, the FBI eagerly launched an investigation based on Sussman's documents—an investigation that ended up finding that the allegation of any collusion between the Trump campaign and Alpha Bank wasn't true. So once again, a political operative is able to hand off work created by political propagandists to sell a narrative that certain FBI officials were only too eager to believe and act upon. This is a repeat of the Steele dossier fiasco. So how many times was the FBI goaded into launching investigations that came straight from political operatives and the employ of their well-paying political clients? That's the question, isn't it? The Hill's crack investigative reporter John Solomon recently wrote a scathing column summarizing all of this, how the DOJ and the FBI were saturated by political operatives working for Hillary Clinton and the DNC, making Eva overtures to hand over supposedly damning evidence that proved Trump was in deep with the Russian government. So in conclusion, the biggest reason that both the DOJ and the FBI are embroiled in this massive Spygate scandal is precisely because they repeatedly tried to pass off political operatives and propagandists and the employ of political clients as being reliable, verifiable intelligence sources in order to launch investigations of Trump and his associates. This massive violation of DOJ rules and protocols is precisely how we got this Spygate scandal. They can't hide it at this point, and it will come out. Basically, when Inspector General Michael Horowitz's next report is made public, Brian believes he will exhaustively lay out exactly how former officials such as James Comey, Andrew McCabe, and Peter Strzok subverted the rules in order to abuse their offices and pursue their own political vendettas. Brian Cates is a political pundit and writer in Southern Texas and the author of Nobody Asked For My Opinion, but here it is anyway. Please be sure to follow him on Twitter at DrawAndStrike. As I said earlier, he's got a wonderful sense of humor and is up to date on all the political stories. So, thank you very much for watching this episode of Declassified. I do hope you enjoy it and please leave your comments below. Indeed, as Brian mentioned, once Michael Horowitz's next report is released, we should get some very interesting information. And we will be covering it all here, right here on Declassified. So thanks for tuning in and I look forward to your company on our next episode. Thank mm-hmm. you.